Today is November 25th, 2020, and this is episode number 33 of Blurred Laws and Life with me, your host, Richard Bush. Today's episode will be all about the election for the next president of the United States. On today's show, I have a Blurred Laws and Life favorite guest and one of my best friends, the great Polo Dodon, who is, as you will soon learn, a massive Donald Trump supporter and believes that not only will Donald Trump ultimately be the next president of the United States, but believes that his theory that aliens are controlling us are at play in the election. My interview of Polo is not to be missed. It will be one of the most entertaining half hour to 45 minutes, I promise, you may ever spend in your entire life. As we know, as we sit here today, Joe Biden is on track to be the next president of the United States. For those of you who are listening in the UK, and I know we do have people listening in the UK, the election for the president of the United States is determined based on many arcane rules that may not make sense to many people. For example, unlike any other elected official, the number of votes nationwide that the candidate receives does not determine who will be the next president of the United States necessarily. For example, in 2016, Hillary Clinton received millions of votes more than Donald Trump, yet Donald Trump won. And in the year 2000, Al Gore received more votes than George W. Bush. But, of course, George W. Bush became the president of the United States after a Supreme Court decision that addressed voting issues in the state of Florida. Who will be the president of the United States is determined by something called the Electoral College. And it's based on the number of electoral votes that each state has. So if you look at a map of the United States on election night, it may look like Donald Trump won more states than Joe Biden. But if Biden wins the states that have the most electoral delegates, then despite losing the number of states, he still can be elected president of the United States. I haven't done the count. I don't know who actually won more states this time. But we do know that Joe Biden won the popular vote by about four or five million votes. He had the most votes in history. Donald Trump would have won any other election but this one with the number of votes he received. But in this election, so many more people came out to vote in the United States and Joe Biden received about four or five million more votes than Donald Trump. 
Now, Donald Trump has launched a judicial challenge across the states that were close in Pennsylvania, in Michigan, in Arizona, and in Georgia, among others. And what is his legal strategy? How does he hope to overturn the electoral college numbers? And by the way, in order to win the presidency, the candidate needs 270 electoral delegate votes. Joe Biden has over 300 delegate votes at the present time. So here's what Trump appears to hope to accomplish. This is the Hail Mary. First, he wants to block the vote certification process in as many states as possible, either through lawsuits or by encouraging Republican officials to object. For example, he had two of the Michigan election officials who are Republicans to the White House just last week. Second, he hopes to convince Republican-controlled legislatures in states Biden narrowly won to dismiss the results of the popular vote as corrupted by widespread fraud. He then hopes to have the legislature award their state's electoral college votes, which are cast by electors on December 14th, to Trump instead of Biden, actually asking them to disregard the popular vote in that state by convincing them that fraud occurred and to instead cast their electoral ballots for him. If he can do that in enough states, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania, for instance, to pull Trump from his current total of 232 electoral votes past the winning 269 vote mark, he can be certified as the next president of the United States. Even if he can pull Biden from 306 votes, which he currently has, the election could be decided in the event of a tie by the House of Representatives, where even though it's controlled by the Democrats, Trump may have an advantage due to some arcane rules that are too complicated right now to go into. The bottom line is, this appears to me to be, of course, a Hail Mary. It has little chance of success in most of the states that um, Trump is challenging. The governors of those states are Democrats, and they certainly will not sit idly by and allow the popular vote to be disregarded, especially when, as we sit here right now, all of the judicial challenges made by Trump have failed and in fact, the Republican Party have called on him to concede. So that's the current state of affairs here. It's a very interesting time in the United States of America. Um, this is something I have never seen before. Even in 2000, when George Bush and Al Gore were fighting for Florida, uh, there were not these types of claims of widespread fraud, which so far have not been supported by any evidence that I can see. And I fully expect that ultimately Joe Biden will be certified as the next president of the United States of America. And with that, we are now going to turn to 
the great, the wonderful, my friend, frequent Blurred Laws and Life guest, Polo de Don, for what I think you will find to be a highly entertaining, and I put that word in quotes, interview on this Thanksgiving episode of Blurred Laws and Life. Okay, so now I have on Blurred Laws in Life for a third or fourth time, I'm losing track, the great, the amazing Polo de Don. What's up, Polo? How's it going, man? Once again, once again. Exactly. Let me say something before we get into it, and I think you and I are going to get into it a little bit. So before we come to blows, before we start calling each other names, Let me just tell you, since this is Thanksgiving Eve, the night before Thanksgiving when we're doing this recording, how thankful I am to have my man, Polo de Don, in my life. He's my brother from another mother, and um, just want to say, Polo, how much I appreciate you and our friendship. Man, guess what, man? Those are great words, and um, I do not take it lightly. Um, Same to you, man. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, hope you're enjoying it with family, and um, we are blessed to uh, cross paths, and we are, you know, lucky to just, you know, have everything we ever dreamed of. And I guess we must have dreamt of each other at some point because uh, we got each other. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And I and I pass with greatness separately. Um, they come together now, so I appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate you too. So now that we've got that out of the way. <laughs> it's time to get down to business. So I talked about in my introduction the um, the election. I talked about, you know, Mr. Trump's challenges to the election, his attempt to overthrow the will of the people. And I know that Polo Dodon is a big fan of President Trump. I believe you went actually to the White House and met with Donald Trump, did you not? Yes, sir. I actually went to celebrate his victory. Of the premature. Of the, it wasn't premature. Uh, look, it's like uh, you, you say you play basketball, right? Um, <laughs> 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 so, so anytime you have like a board or you know officiating over over viewers of a situation, you know things can be manipulated. Things can happen. Think people can make mistakes. However you want to um, put it. But when the outcome involves, you know, other people, uh, things happen sometimes. So, yeah. Well, let me let me say this to you. First of all, let me ask you this question. You are a black man, right? You are an African-American. I'm great. So, but yes. Yes, you are. No, let me ask you. <laughs> but yes, for sure. Okay. And you do not think in your mind that, or you don't feel uncomfortable then with the fact that Many people who support Donald Trump are, and I'm not saying many, let me, let me rephrase that. There are people, there is a segment of society that supports Donald Trump that are, I mean, this is, this is open news. This is not new. This is not a news flash, but there are white supremacists, for example, who support Donald Trump. And that doesn't make you uncomfortable. 
that you are aligned with people with that mindset? Uh, well, I think this uh, a picture that's been painted. Um, I don't. I, think, I mean, it's a narrative, but I don't. That's not proven to be true. Um, I think people are um, use racism as a distraction. Number one. So that's this. I know we talked one, about that that's before. One point, but okay. kind of more so answering your question question more directly. I believe that more racist people support Joe Biden, to tell you the truth. And, you know, um, as far as Trump equates racism, I, I don't, I don't agree with that. I, I, I don't. Okay. Buy, I'm, I don't I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm listen. I am not saying that Donald Trump is a racist. I'm not saying, I don't no, know. I, what, I know you're not saying he is just talking about supporters. Right. I do not know what is in the man's heart. And I, I, and I, won't I, know, to know that he, I just think this, I know too many poor white people. I think people who buy into the racist narrative, they don't know enough about the people they don't want you talking to. So you're a lawyer, right? A lot of times um, in cases where there's labels versus artists or let's say more so like a, a production company and an artist, right? You start out together, blah, 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 blah. And then as things start to happen, at some point, a team of people or people or maybe even a lawyer tells the artist, hey, don't talk to, you know, so-and-so anymore. Let, let the... Let the courts handle it, right? So once you stop that communication between the artist and their original partner, right? Now everything is in the hands of the attorney and the courts. So that. Um, but let me stop you right there. Let me stop uh, you right there because that's an interesting point that you raised. Because do you believe in democracy? Do you believe that the will of the people is important? So us as a nation. What, what I'm getting at is this. You don't dispute, do you, that Joe Biden won the election? Oh, do I dispute that? Um, it's not that I dispute it. I don't, he hasn't won it. It's not about but he his, did. He won, the, he won the vote. He won the electoral college. He won by any measure of who won. He won it. Now, well, let me you ask know, you a question. You ever heard of a guy who was, you know, once the president in the sense of president as Joe Biden name by the name of Al Gore. Okay. Totally different situation. That's your simple question. Yes, I do know Al Gore. Okay. But it's a totally different situation. Uh, and by the way, Al sim- Gore, very similar, very similar. No, it's not because Al Gore won the popular vote also. And it all came down to Florida and the, the counting of the votes there and who won between George Bush and Al Gore there, and it was a very close race. This is different. Well, no, what I'm saying, why assembly assembly is, he was actually the president-elect as well. He he was the winner. He he, he was the proclaimed winner. He thought he won. Um, They both both proclaimed they won. They uh, actually both, they actually both proclaimed that they won, George Bush and Al Gore. Trump Trump also proclaimed he won as well. But without a basis. (laughs) Without a basis (laughs) is the point. That's not true. That's not true. What's his basis? What's his basis? Well, I'll tell you this. They hit all of their benchmarks, right? So when you go out um, into an election, um, you have um, your margins. He hit all of his margins. You know, he got 20 plus percent of the black vote. This is irrelevant. It's very relevant because that's how they even, uh, that's how how they had a sense of cheating. So think about this. Imagine you're up, you're winning, you're winning by a million votes. Then all of a sudden, everything stops. And then at 2 a.m., somebody just surpasses you 
and gets 100% of the votes all of a sudden in, in a period of time. In no period of time should anybody get 100% of anything. So It was not 100% of the votes anywhere. It was never 100% no, of the no, votes. No, 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 that's what happened. That's what happened. That's what happened. Where? 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 Um, I don't know exactly what states, but I can get back to you on that. And, and, and what I'm saying is, in the, in the states where Trump was winning, and he thought he had won, when he, the ones he was asking to stop counting. He thought he won before they finished counting but the you, votes. You're missing the, what I'm trying to tell you is a thing called margins and trajectory. So it's like this. I don't believe LeBron James beating the Ghost State Warriors and when he was down 3-1, I don't think it was legitimate. I think it was uh, manip- manipulated. And, and the reason why is because of margins. The reason why it's never happened in the history of the whole NBA is because if you take somebody at that level, if you and I are basically the same speed, right, and I get 10 steps ahead of you, history shows uh, – the margins between you and I and us being the same speed, because you miss a few steps, you're not going to come back and win. When we both at a high level, you understand when you operate at a high level and you are against someone at a high level, you have basically no room for error. So what I'm saying is when you hit your margins, everything you set out to hit, you know what you have to do to win. And when you hit your margins, you basically won based on everything you know. Which is which, here's which, the difference. Which, involve, which involves, I mean, computerized data. Here's the difference. Excuse me. Here's the difference. The difference is that Donald Trump spent the last three months saying that mail-in balloting was fraudulent and dissuaded his supporters from mailing in their ballots. So basically, the vast majority of people who mailed in their ballots were Democratic supporters, I understand which what, means I, I understand that when they started, when they finished counting those votes, of course, more was going to be. I heard all the theories. I understand what the news is saying, but it's like this. it's not what the news is saying. <laughs> I sat here and listened to it. Everyone did. Listen to it by way of what? By way of Donald Trump saying this is all fraudulent. Mail-in ballot is fraudulent. All of right. that. And so just, he was and, dissuading and, and, and people. That's what, that's, that's what he's proving. And he will prove it. I, I believe he's still going to win. He's not going He's losing he's, hey, every— I'm going on record right now to say, I believe he's still going to win. Um, it's over. You have to accept I, I, this. I, I understand your stance. Just like you have to accept that I am better than you in basketball, that I'm better looking than you, and I'm smarter than you, you have to accept this, Polo. All right, let me tell you this. Do you, do you deny that I'm better looking than you and smarter than you and better than you in, in sports, like basketball, for example? Do you deny that? Again, man, fake news, bro. <laughs> You're living in a dream world, my friend. You're living Thank in an absolute dream man. world. I am telling you, he is not going to win this election. It is over. You have to accept it. See, man, I thought you were great, man. How is he going to – How? tell me how he's going to win. You know explain to me – Explain. Wait, explain to me. If you can convince me, if you have a good argument, I'll listen to it. Explain to me how he's going to win. Okay, well – Okay, let me hear it. Tell everyone in Blurred Laws and Lifeland exactly how he's going to do it. The 11th Circuit granted emergency motion for an expedited review of lawsuit challenging validity of Georgia election procedure. That just happened. So Georgia is still open. It's reopened again. So, I mean, again, it's not over. I understand. If, even if he wins Georgia, it's not gonna, he's not going to win. He lost Pennsylvania. That's over. He lost Michigan. That's over. He's he's going. It's over. 
based on he lost Arizona. But, but I'm asking you a question. What are you basing this on? I'm basing this on the fact that the, You're basing the it on counting the news. is different. You're only basing the, it on the news. It's, it's not he's certain. lost his judicial challenges no, but look, in those I'm, states. I, he has lost some. He lost some things, but he's won some as well. And some things. Where's he won? Open. Where has he won? Um, Pennsylvania. He still got some cases. He has not won Pennsylvania. He lost in no, Pennsylvania. I'm talking, about case, I'm talking about cases. He still have cases in Pennsylvania. He may have a case open, but he actually lost his challenge in Pennsylvania. Rudy Giuliani, who, by the way, what happened to Rudy, Rudy Giuliani? Rudy Giuliani was the toughest prosecutor the United States Let me ask you a District, Southern District Let me of New York ever do you, had. Do you believe Donald Trump is the greatest white man to ever live? Do I believe that Donald Trump is the greatest white man ever to live? I will give you an unqualified, absolute <laughs> no. I do not believe that. I do not believe that at all. Hey, let me ask and you. nobody, nobody in their right mind believes that. Uh, no, I'm the greatest you. white oh, man ever to live. Check it out. Do you wait? Let me ask you a question. Do you believe that Donald Trump is the greatest white man ever to live? You know what? That's a good question, but it's a better question for a white man if you consider yourself a white. Man. I want to hear from Polo de Don if he believes is Donald Trump a be- is Donald Trump a better white man than me? Polo. You know, Come on. I, I know I know too much about you and not enough about him to make that proclaim, you know, uh, that statement. Who, you believe, okay, let me ask this question. Do you believe Donald Trump is in the top five of all white men ever to live? I'm about to go, yes. He's up there. <laughs> Donald Trump's pretty great. I think he's great. I think he's great. So you th- <laughs> actually, actually, I'm going to tell you. Actually, so, wait, actually, so let, me, let me think of some great actually, white men. Actually, let me, actually, wait, let me, wait, 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 hold on. It's only about hold greatness on. to me. This was all about, it's only about greatness. He just happened to be, you got to step up to the plate. You know, it, it wasn't hold like Hold on, uh, hold on a second. Wait, back up. I'm going to name some white men and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to ask you, is Donald Trump better or worse than these people? Are you ready? Mm-hmm. It's a good game we play here. Let's start with um, <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. Donald Trump, better white man or Abraham Lincoln? Abraham Lincoln. Trump. <laughs> Trump, is <laughs> Trump is a better white man than Abraham Lincoln. Okay. Jesus. Okay, hold on. Jesus Christ. He's not white, by the way. Let's just assume but, Jesus but Christ as far was as, white. I mean, as far as the um, the um, the fake picture, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ in the sense of Santa Claus, Donald Trump. No, Jesus Christ in sort of Jesus Christ is Donald Trump I, I a better have, white man than Jesus Christ? I usually say to my friends about uh, Jesus Christ and Donald Trump, but I'm not going to say it here. It's amazing too. It's, it's amazing. But so um, they equal? Are they tied in your mind? Yeah, Jesus Christ isn't white. So uh, we're talking about white men. All right, fine. Donald Trump. Mm- Donald Trump. Okay, Moses. Again, he's not white either. And we're talking about white okay. man, Donald Trump. Okay, how about Jonas Salk? He, he invented penicillin. <laughs> I mean, I, I know you love that guy, but um, Jonas Salk or Jonas Salk or, or or Donald Trump. Easy, Donald J. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin Franklin. You know what? It's a great man. Huh. Great man, you know what? But Benjamin I'm, Franklin or Donald Trump? I like Benjamin Franklin a lot, but I'm uh um I'm gonna get the edge to uh old <laughs> to Donald. Donald Trump. <laughs> so okay, one more. Let me think of another good. <laughs> Let me think of another good one. Okay, um, hmm. damn, I'm being stumped here. All right, 
How about, let's go, let's just go easy one, Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison, the inventor of electricity, who invented the light bulb, or Donald Trump? Uh, hold on. I mean, see. Thomas uh, Edison or I, I Donald tell, Trump? I'll tell you this, see, see, I'll tell you this. When you look deeper, man, like people discredit Thomas Edison for inventing either one, you know. Okay, Thomas Edison or, or Donald Trump, please. I'm going to have to give the edge to uh, oh, Donald J, man. <laughs> okay, so wh t tell me what has Donald Trump... Tell me, excuse me. Tell me what Donald Trump has Alvin, done. Jimmy Alvin is up there for me. Okay, tell me... Okay, I get it. But tell me, what has Donald Trump done to make him better than Abraham Lincoln, okay. Thomas Edison, Moses, and Jesus Christ? All right. So as an American... You know, you can probably label me as a lot of things, but I am an American. I traveled the world just like I love Atlanta. I'm, I'm, I'm an AT alien, right? I love Atlanta. I go to a lot of places, but I love Atlanta. I go to a lot of places, but I love America, right? I can't wait to get back home. Um, and our country has, uh, you know, we have our problems, but the way we came about and the things we've endured and what we Dude, are. Give me a speech, but all I'm asking you is, well, no, what is, well, makes is Donald why, Trump greater all, than all, all of this is, all, all of this is Abraham relevant. Lincoln? This is this is all relevant to to my answer. Okay. Why he's so okay. great. Okay. Um, the way I believe he unveiled and unfucked our minds, and the fight that he's fought and his and his fighting has fought, you know, since day one of entering the, uh, the presidency all the way to now to endure that fight against his own, you know, against his own people, his own kind. I think for the better of mankind, for the better of Americans uh, first, um, I commend that. And and so check this out. Going to Jesus, right? Why was Jesus killed? Because they labeled him a false prophet because he was a threat to the Roman Empire. Okay, so... We don't know if Jesus was white or not. I don't consider him white. Always, I don't think he's white. But my point is, same story as Donald Trump. I believe Donald Trump and Jesus, and even Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King was considered to be a sellout. Martin Luther King was considered to be uh, a troublemaker, right? Uh, a lot of times, great people who sacrifice, um, they are taken down by their own people. The people that there's that people they're trying to enlighten or save. Um so and I know I know this because I live it. Um really I see a lot of myself and what I interpret the, the things he's trying to accomplish and how he tries to accomplish them. And so I think we're in a time where man being a man is uh looked over. I think that uh is not appreciated and we have all these other groups and all this confusion to try to break down and try to, uh, you know, tear down what a man is or man's man. It's like you got all these, uh, you have everything from women empowerment to the gay movement to so forth and so on, right? All these other movements. I think people, um, they want, everybody wants to be the man, right? But I think everybody has their position as well, right? And so if feminists and a woman is trying to compete with a man and be a man, well, who's going to be the woman? Right. And so all I'm saying is, I think um, he's a man's man. I think he has a, kind of like a lot of old school ways in that sense. And a lot of people don't 
don't like that. And, and, and if you mix that with the new society, which is kind of like a, a instant response rebuttal type of uh, society culture, he mixes the two, right? So he'll respond to something, an impulse, but right away, but in a man way, and it sounds harsh. So he's he comes off like a bully, but really he's just defending his own. Um, but my point is, Who's, who's, who's a greater white man? Wait, wait. Who's a greater white man? Winston Churchill, who rallied an entire country to fend off the Nazis in World War II, or Donald Trump? Winston Churchill or Donald Trump? It's tough, man. I thought with Donald Trump. I thought with Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. I, I'm telling okay. you like this. You have to know. Wait, I, wait, one more. I got one more. Wait, 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 one more. One more. I got one more for you. Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein <laughs> uh-huh. or Donald Trump? The, the creator of the theory of relativity, Albert Einstein, or Donald Trump? Who's the greater white man? Man, you have many theories. I have many theories. I mean, Albert what, Einstein or Donald Trump? Donald Trump, easy, easy. Trump. And be, and you and you, you <laughs> <laughs> and Albert and we, and and so, in twenty seconds or less, this is important. In twenty mm-hmm. seconds or less, mm-hmm. I want you to tell me why Donald Trump, in your mind, is a greater white man than Abraham Lincoln, Albert Einstein, Winston Churchill. Or anyone else that I've mentioned, please. Abraham Lincoln, I think I said also yes. Was understood. Don't need to be explained. And my point is, the man endures so much and takes on so much that we'll never know things he can't tell, uh, things that's over our our heads. Um, and the you fact think that Donald he, Trump is so smart that things are over our head we well, can't understand. He's, he's really he's intelligent for sure, and he's tough. And my point is, he's put his life on the line. And it just should be appreciated. That's all I'm saying. It's really that simple. And, and that and, makes him better and, than and, Abraham and on Lincoln. This Thanksgiving Eve, I believe um, all of us should be grateful for anyone that's in our lives. Like, um, I didn't understand what my parents did for me until a couple years ago. You know, I didn't understand as a child all the things they had to do to, you know, put food on the table to keep the lights on, right? I understood it when I was mature and I became an adult myself, right? So I have a more of an appreciation now. As a kid, I had a general appreciation, but it's the same thing. And just like you, that's why we became great friends. Uh, we fought, we went through a war together, right? And um, even older lawyers I had that even put me in deals that I thought were not correct or unfair, I had to call them back after I learned more information and learned all of the different layers of strategies on top of strategies. I had to go back and apologize and thank him later. So I just think the more grateful we become and the more um, information and experience, then we can have a more of an understanding. And I think with the Donald Trump thing, like the fact that he is so polarizing is something to it. The fact right now, he's the second most voted for president in American history, right? That is true. Of all time. That is true. That's the one thing you said so far. Check it out, that is check true. It out. He, he drove the whole race. Kamala Harris, we never even heard from her. Joe Biden, come on, get out of here. It, it was never about him. So my point is, this man, basically the most powerful man in the world, we'll see. I, I believe we'll see what he ends up doing with all of the power he has because his power doesn't leave um, just because he is or is not the president. We'll see what he does with his next move. Time will tell. And like any hero... You He's think. a hero now. Is he a superhero or superhero? Is he a hero or superhero? They tried to stop Michael Jordan from winning. 
Um, they killed Jesus, right? Kill. I mean, heroes, heroes and villains are very similar. Hero to son. But is he a hero or superhero? That's my question. Is he a hero or superhero? Does he? Do you? Would you see him with a cape on and like as a superhero? <laughs> he sees. He sees himself with a cape on, man. This was important, and that's what we can all learn. I just think we could all learn a lot from this dude, man. That's all. And you know, let me ask you something. There's, uh, let, 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 let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Yes, go ahead. What policies or what do you like about Joe Biden? What are you looking forward to? Because I believe that it's more of the same. I was so ready for change that I'm open to a new way. Um, and some people, I understand the average person, they rather do something the same, even if they know it's not uh, going to lead them to success because it's the enemy they know, you know, um, whatever the case may be. But wh why do you believe or where do you believe um, Joe, Biden, Joe Biden will take us or what policies are you gung-ho about or so happy about? Because I don't remember him ever really having a plan or selling anything to us or telling us what he's going to do. Um, that was incredible. But what is great about Joe Biden, in your opinion, who put so many black people, I know they didn't affect you, but he put, so, I mean, it's probably good for your business, maybe as a lawyer, but he put so many black people in jail. He sent black people back so far, him with his compadres, because to me, Joe Biden represents systemic racism. And, you know, back on your racism point, blank racism is a thousand times better than systemic racism. Blank racism is solvable. Systemic racism, I mean, that works forever. Okay, there is a theory that, and I'm not, one, I'm not saying I subscribe to it, but there is a theory that Democrats want to keep, that they are racist because in, in so far as they want to keep their base impoverished and needing handouts and not see them succeed because once they succeed, then they start thinking like Polo de Don. They don't want to, they don't want to pay taxes and they move to an upper class. And they start thinking differently. And so they have a vested interest in keeping their base on welfare and dependent on government handouts because that ensures them votes. So and, is that what you're saying? In addition to welfare, what is the technicality there in order to receive welfare? You have to be under a certain level of poverty. And also... Unemployed. And also, no man, no, no man. You can't, you can't have a man in the house. Okay, well, I don't know that. Right. But... But so, yes, I understand the point you're trying to make. Well, no, but, 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 but check this out. What I'm saying is, okay, so I fought with Donald Trump, like, you know, just throughout life, you know, before the presidency thing, right? I thought it was cool he ran for president, you know, being someone who wasn't a politician, right? Just a guy who believed he can do anything. It, that's kind of where I, the basis started. Just somebody who just was crazy enough to believe he can do anything, right? I, I'm just into that anyway. I've accomplished so many things that, I wasn't supposed to even try, right? So um, I look at entrepreneurship, right, and the power of entrepreneurship. Obviously, um, there's also a place for a system and a place for, um, you know, employees, um, employer-employee relationships, so forth and so on. But if you look at the rise of awareness, the, the rise of, self-sufficient 
ability in, in, in my community and just I'm just talking about the mentality. Um, I believe during Donald Trump's reign as president, it was at an all time high. Everybody started to believe, and I think he was the engine of that. And not only um, in the black community, just it just across the board, just with the youth, just I can do it. I can do it. I can. Okay, this person doesn't want to hire me, or this person doesn't want to sign me, or this person want to accept me. You know what? I'm gonna do it myself. And so many um, new businesses started to come out of nowhere, right, and flourish, flourish. Because I believe kind of this what this whole thing is about. This is what I think is going on. Um, and it's not even, like I said, it's not even about really the person. Trump is just the engine and Biden is just an engine or a, um, a face of whatever the energy and direction is. So check this out. I think Biden represents establishment. I believe Trump represents you can do it. You know, uh, I don't want to say anti-establishment, but in this case, I guess you want, if you want to put one versus the other, he would be anti-establishment. And so that's why we saw so many corporations, so many big, huge billionaire, multi-billionaire, trillionaire groups, even globally come together against this one man. And so when is that much attention against one, one man, first of all, I just believe you have to look deeper, right? Um, and then you have to find the positives, right? And then you have to find, okay, what drives this guy? Okay, because when you look at somebody who's 74 years old, 75 years old, 74, I believe, he's already made all the money in the world. He's already traveled the world. He's already been with every woman he wanted to be with. I'm sure he's um, checked off a lot of life goals, right? So I believe at this point in his life, it has to be purpose-driven. When you basically or maybe he's just quarter. a narcissist. Maybe okay, he's cool. just but, a complete narcissist. We, we are taught this is a bad thing, but it's not a bad thing either. Because at the end of the day, we all love God because we allow to make God whatever we want God to be, which makes us all narcissists. That's the reason why we fuck with God. You know what I'm saying? Like Because we control, ultimately control what he is through our imagination of what he is. And it's different for everybody, right? If God was a hardcore one thing and everybody had to believe the whole thing, one thing, and the same thing about him, I don't believe people like God so much. But because that narrative of God changes with each person, ultimately, we make it about us in the end. And you can, you can apply that to Santa Claus or anything or somebody who say, I love you, I love you. All right, when they say, I love you, we interpret what that is in our own way. That's why we get mad at them when they turn out to be who they really are. But I thought you said, you love me. I do love you, what do you mean? Well, you wouldn't do this if you love me. Well, I didn't say that. You said that. And so that's what we're dealing with here. So we can't use billionaire, narcissists. All those things are dumb things that poor people a lot of times and black people a lot of times keep falling for. That's why I put race in that same column. So really, I know too many white people and poor white people and black people and rich people, Jewish, white, Italian, African, black, so forth and so on. And at my point, until you go out of your comfort zone and go talk to who you think your enemy is and talk to who you think um, the person who's holding you back is or talk to somebody who you stop communicating with to solve a problem, you'll forever be controlled by the democracy. Let me just ask you this question. And 
when we were speaking, and I, I'm almost hesitant to go down this road, but I have to. When we were speaking before I got you on the show and we were talking about you coming on today, you said, and this is going to be our last subject of the night, but it's the perfect way to end this because it's a running theme on Blurred Laws in Life. You said that the election, which you consider to be fraudulent, is further proof of reptilian aliens <laughs> controlling us. Did you not tell me that? You did uh, tell me that. No, I didn't tell you those words. Uh, you did say those that's words. Not, that's not a it's, quote. It's, I didn't say those words exactly, but you I did. Said very, I did. Because I, 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 look, my theory. You did. My, let me finish. My, my, let me theory, finish. And my I'm theory give you, never listen to me. Now, listen to me. Uh -huh. I'm going to set ahead. this up and I'm going to give you the microphone to yourself. You said to me that this election, which you consider to be fraudulent, and that we are being controlled by what we're being told is further proof of the machine, reptilian aliens, the whole thing that we talked about once before on Blurred Laws in Life. So I didn't ask you to explain that to me then when we spoke about that the other day, but I definitely want you to explain to everyone in Blurred Laws in Life land how All this right. election sure. ties into your theory on reptilian aliens. Okay, well, see, I didn't say reptilian aliens the last time we spoke. So what did you say? I, 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 I know like, you use the phrase reptilian I, I, aliens. Our last interview, did. we did talk about reptilian aliens. When I was talking about yeah. the election, I just said aliens. Right, so yes. I didn't say uh, reptilian. No, when we were speaking the other day, you said this is all about aliens. And I right. think you said reptilian aliens. But not to say reptilian. Okay, just aliens is good enough. Let me let me clear some things up. Okay. I didn't say the election was fraudulent, but they have found fraudulent activity within the election. That's for sure. So, but my point is this: the election is not over. But the whole thing with the aliens. How does this play into aliens? That's right. Let's, let's get to the point. Exactly. I just want to clear some things up first because you know you're a lawyer and we got to be specific. So, if you look at on the level, the many levels of intelligence, like even if you want to consider it trickery or mind fucking or whatever the case may be, is so many um, layers on top of layers, levels on top of levels. I know for sure some alien shit. And so, what I mean by that is, I believe this. This is my theory for the day. On the alien shit. I want you to tell me in thirty. Just, tell everyone in thirty up. seconds exactly check how aliens well, played control this election. I don't know if I can do it in thirty seconds, but I'm gonna give you my best. Okay. So check this out. Black people, who are considered to be the original people, the sun people, the god people, so forth and so on. So a lot of black people consider white people the devil, right? So check this out. Black people are aliens too, and I believe we were here first. We were here first. So we had, we used to own everything, the whole world, right? So resources. Black people are a resource. We directly align with everything that's congruent with nature, with earth, so forth and so on, right? So check this out. Then you have other groups of people that appear. You have white people, right, who you consider the devil. So when you think about God and the devil, or you think about two teams who are, who are against each other or war, there's a bad team and a good team. So we think, but not necessarily because even the bad team is good to them, them and their kind, to their kind and their people. So check this out. Now, certain things that are natural and normal 
to the average white person may be different that to some to somebody that's different and natural to the average black person. Now think about this. Now if I think about this, if I am a resource and I have all the resources starting out, and I ask my black friends this all the time, because you have this conversation is easy because I got to argue this Trump shit and and this whole theory to black people too. So think about this. So when I'm talking to my black friends, I always say this. Now check this out. Do you want black supremacy or do you want equality? And every time they've said equality, right? Now, check this out. So in order for equality to... How are we getting into aliens? I'm, I'm waiting for the alien part. This, this all has something to do with aliens. If you want equality and you have all the resources, see, most of the time when people talk about equality, they're only thinking about the things they are gaining. They never think about what they have to give up to achieve equality. So, black people who started out with all the resources, who are, you know, an actual resource, if you want equality, then therefore, you have to be okay with the enemy gaining how they have to gain uh, to survive or get what they need to have equality based on what you have. So, you have to lose a lot of things. Like, they, this is theory that Africa has to be poor because they have so much wealth when you talk about resources, right? How does the, this play because, into aliens this, controlling this, this, the election? Because it's, a, it's, it's an alien shit, period. The whole shit alien shit. That's my point. The election ain't shit. Election is just a fucking uh, distraction. It's just a, it's nothing. That's nothing. It's all some alien shit. So what we're actually witnessing is a war that is on a higher intelligence. That's why we can't really understand it. That's why we can't we can't go back. Are enough. you saying that we live in the Matrix? Basically, is that what you're saying? I've never we live seen in that movie, but I mean, I've heard the terminology. I never I never seen the movie, but I guess the gist of it. I, I guess I would say yes, but I never seen it. But my point is this: it is yes, definitely we are a part of this a, is a simulation. We're part of, we're a, a, simulation. Part of a, we're a part of a bigger game for sure. Okay, and it's, it, I'm gonna tell you, it, the intelligence is some higher intelligence shit. And my whole new theory on life, I'm only doing this interview because I'm a friend. But in my new theory of life, I wouldn't do this interview because it's such high intelligence uh, level of play that the coming person can't even understand it. The coming person got to get up and go to fucking work tomorrow. They they not even they don't have time. I'm sitting on the ocean right now, just thinking about this type of shit, right? But emotion versus intelligence, and there is such thing as emotional intelligence, which I think is like the the black people, but just intelligence. It's like the white people. And so... Well, this is one thing that you and I may not necessarily disagree on because I can tell you that the thought that we live in a computer simulation and that there is this, and that there's a higher intelligence controlling us and that we don't, we're not smart enough to know, you know, the world in which we live, I think is pretty credible, to be honest. I mean, there's too many questions about this universe that we live in a never-ending universe that goes on forever and um you know we think we're the only ones on in this entire universe which makes well, it well, seem like the greatest than, waste of you space can go bigger than the universe the universe is actually small you know the milky way the i mean we live in the milky way i mean we, our portion of the universe is the milky way but we live in we live in the, we're a little dot in the middle of supposedly a never-ending black space even the milky way is a dot and so what i'm saying is 
your brain, when you think about your brain and you think about a computer and you think about where we're going, if you think about 5G, if you think about the vaccine, if you think about chips, if you think about alternate DNA, alternating human DNA, if you think about emotions versus intelligence, you got to think people used to be more emotional. If you think about entertainment, music, um, lyrics, um, melody, the Holy Ghost and just things, uh, tribal dances, like just things that were so emotional, people would cry. You know, you got to think the things we experience now, we are, we're becoming numb. We're having less and less emotion every day, right? And so what I'm saying is that's what I think the war is. The war is, hey, check it out. That's why I, try, that's why I brought up the whole black-white thing. My, my opinion is white people are like tax-driven, okay? And it's more like a computer. So I really think it's like the computer, which is a god, versus the other god, which is like emotional, more of an emotional intelligence god. So what I'm saying is I look at white people like this. They're task-driven. I got to get something done. Okay. All right. Now, if somebody, oh, I'm going to get cut off for me to get this done, or it's like my GPS. If I make a wrong turn, it redirects me. But at the end of the day, my GPS is taking me to the destination. And it's not necessarily a bad thing that I went through the made a wrong turn or went through a crypt neighborhood, blood neighborhood, uh, Mexican neighborhood, white terrorist neighborhood. My point is I got to get to my destination. And so that way of, if you understand it in that way, you could take the emotion out of it and understand it. Like, okay, cool. They got the fucking job done and I can deal with them as so. And it's, it's really, man, really this shit about love. This shit really about everybody getting off their own bullshit. Everything we're accusing Trump of, he's really just a mirror of who we are. That's why we hate him so much, because he's calling us out. He's showing us who we are. With that, <laughs> I am going to say... He showed America who... He showed America, he showed America what the fuck was really going on. And that's why America mad at him. With that, I'm going to say thank you to my... One of my best friends in the world, Polo Dodon. Yes, sir. Um, we may disagree about certain things, but um, I am very thankful on this eve of Thanksgiving, as I said at the beginning of this interview, that we found each other in this life because um, you were one cool dude, and I love being in your world and love being your friend, and I'm very thankful for our relationship and our friendship, and I want to thank you again for coming on. I want to know Laws one thing before I get off, before I leave. Sure. Well, yes. we get off air, get off air. Yes. I'll let yes. you know if I'm your best guest to date. You know, it's funny that you said that because Matt Goss, who I think you know, mm-hmm. for sure, was on, and he was offended because usually he's introduced, <laughs> he's introduced at his before his shows as you know this person who sold 20 million records and played for the queen, the youngest man to sell out Wembley stadium. And I introduced him as, as, um, you know, just like Matt, my, my friend. And, and he said it was, he just said that my introduction was incredibly over underwhelming. And he, I then even said during the introduction that he may not be the best guest we've ever had, that Polo Dodon may be the best guest we've ever had on blurred laws in life. He wasn't happy about that. Man, and, you know what, Matt Goss is a friend of mine, and I'm kind of offended that you know he, he's hating on me being number one. Man. He's not hating. He's not <laughs> hating, but he he wants to be 
He wants to be above you as far as the guest list on Blurred Laws in Life. I'm going to say that Matt was a great guest. I've had a lot of incredible guests on this show. Um, but to say I'm the pure, best is not downplaying anybody else. That's what everybody okay, has for understand. pure I don't, I'm not, entertainment I'm not value. Edison, uh, for pure, and listen, <laughs> yes, for pure, I will say this. You were, well, I can't even say that because I had Al Bell on the show. I was going to say you were the greatest black man I've ever had on the show, but I can't, even, I can't give you that. I can't oh, give you that because oh, Al Bell is my man. And, um, the, you know, Al, who's the, was the president and CEO of Stax Records. He's an amazing dude. And so, damn, you put me on the spot. I'm going to say this for pure entertainment value, Polo did Come on, is you put me one. on the spot this whole fucking interview and you can't be put on the spot for two seconds. Come on. First of all, all right, fine. All right, like my, fine. I think this is my, how many times have I, have I been a repeat guest? I know. I'm almost, I'm almost like a, you know, fucking coach. Regular, you're like my sidekick, is what you are. So I'm kind of like. <laughs> you're like my Robin. You're like my Robin. I'm, I'm like, like Batman. You're like my Robin, <laughs> basically. I'm like the star, man. But you know, it's you, cool. You are, I'm, I'm you a producer. A star. I'm, look, I'm a producer. I make stars. I, I get it. Just look you at, do. Look at, look at it in that light. But you Can have. You to, like, how many times have you had? Who's been in your show the most? You. I oh, like, you. There you go. There you go. I think it answers itself. Yes, it does answer itself. It does answer <laughs> itself. I love you, bro. I really do. I hope you're having a great Thanksgiving tomorrow. I don't know what you're doing, but I'm sure I know that Paul Dodon is always having a good time no matter what he's doing. So um, just be safe. And um, thank you again for being on Blurred Laws in Life, man. This was a lot of fun. No, thank you for everything. Happy Thanksgiving. I love you, my brother. I love you too. All right. Talk to you later, Paul. Well. That was an amazing, entertaining, and enlightening interview with Polo to Don. You know, the beautiful thing about blurred laws in life, if I may say so myself, is that in the words of Forrest Gump, it's like a box of chocolate. You never know what you're going to get. Following the interview with Polo, I had a few other thoughts and went back to him and he confirmed to me that in addition to those white men we have addressed in history, who he says that Donald Trump is greater than, we can add to the list, according to Polo, Da Vinci, Michelangelo, Socrates, and Plato. I hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving. We have so much to be thankful for. And I look forward to speaking to you next week on Blurred Laws and Life. <laughs>